world where NFTs and cryptos are on the rise, one NBA Top Shot podcast must step up to the challenge. Ladies and gentlemen, your savior has arrived. Welcome to the Crypto Ballers Podcast. Money1834 will show you the way. What's good, Crypto Ballers? Money1834 here, checking in Wednesday, May 12th. On today's podcast, we got to talk about Throwdowns, man, and try to figure out what the fuck happened. Uh, I'm going to let you know how I'm navigating these uncharted waters that we've entered into, where the first time in Top Shot history, people are actually taking L's off of a pack. And not just a regular pack, a rare pack at that. Very straightforward pod today. We're going to hammer out everything Throwdowns. I'm going to tell you where my mind state is. It's going to be a great show. Stay tuned. Cue the music. Let's get right into it. Just hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Um. Ladies and gentlemen, you have just entered into the realm of the Crypto Ballers, where we cover everything Top Shot, from challenge updates, pack drops, breaking news. You want the information, we got it. Now, I know what you're thinking, and the answer is yes. We do have a Twitter, at CryptoBallersTS. You're going to want to go ahead and follow it. No underscores. No underscores, no periods, all one word, CryptoBallersTS. Now, why should you go follow it? Uh, that's an easy one. It it's rumored that it'll actually increase the chances during your next pack drop to pull a number one serial number. So why won't you go ahead and give the Twitter a follow? Now at the top of the show, a huge shout out, or I shouldn't say huge, big shout out to Kawhi Leonard, okay? Today marks the two-year anniversary to the day of his epic game winner against Philly where the ball hit every part of the rim before going in. You guys all know what shot I'm talking about. So shout out to Kawhi two years ago. It's crazy how fast time flies. I feel like I was just watching that play. Uh, Okay, moving on from Kawhi. First, before we get into throwdowns, and I promise you, today is a very throwdown-driven show. A lot of throwdown talk today. I'm going to try to stick to it. We're not going to venture off of it because there's a lot of people that are concerned with, you know, what happened during the throwdown drop. So before we get into everything throwdown, now you might think that I'm kind of, you know, trying to move it today. I mentioned like two weeks ago on the podcast that they, uh, that the city was tearing up my whole street and they were going to repave it. So that kind of stunted my recording a couple weeks ago as it, as you can imagine, very loud ripping up pavement. Well, today of all days on recording day, I don't know if you can hear the beeping in the background, but they decided to lay the pavement today, right as I'm recording. So I'm going to try to make this episode short and sweet, so, uh, and hopefully that, that doesn't distort the audio too much. So I'm going to try to power through before they really get into it. Right now, as I speak, they're painting the lines on the road so they can pave one side at a time. So I definitely am on a bit of a time crunch today. Uh... I got to talk to you guys about the beta. So we had beta test five last night, which was awesome, right? We had a lot of participants. I like to jump into the beta test with you guys so that way I can experience it with you. And if there's any positive or negative feedback, you guys can tell me directly and I can see if I saw anything that needs to be reworked myself. 
Now, I jumped in there and I actually ended up winning it and I wasn't expecting to do it. Now, I'm obviously not going to keep Design Williamson because that wouldn't be very fair. So I'm going to do a Twitter giveaway at some point for that Zion Williamson moment. Uh, but, you know, huge shout out to everyone that participated. Derek Rose almost came back to kill me. Of course, the game had to go into overtime. I thought I had first place locked up. And then the second place guy happened to have Derrick Rose, and I'm sitting there sweating like, oh, no. I need him to get under 14 points in overtime. And then I look back into it. Next thing I know, my lead is only four. And uh, Derrick Rose had a steal with, like, 60 seconds left, so I cut my lead down to two. And I'm just like, oh, great. This isn't looking good. But I was able to uh, hang on. Uh, I was able to hang on and secure the win. So that was pretty cool. But I will be giving away that moment. I'm not going to keep it for myself. But big shout-out to everyone who participated. Now, if you're a DFS player, if you love daily fantasy sports, then you might be interested in this beta that we have going on. Over here at the Crypto Ballers, we're merging the worlds of DFS and NBA Top Shot, where you can participate in DFS contests and you can win NBA Top Shot rewards. Now, I still can't announce the partnership yet. I did tell a select few on Twitter of who one of the partners is that was asking questions about what we have going on over here. I'm trying to keep it under wraps until we have an announcement and the website is ready to launch. So that's why I'm being kind of vague with the details of it. But we have really big, uh, big backing from some big names in the industry, which is awesome. So if you're a DFS player, you might want to check out this beta that we have going on. Now we're doing another beta test tonight. All right, it starts at 7 p.m. Eastern where the reward for first place is a Luka Doncic, okay? If you want more information on how to join the contest, all you got to do is just shoot me a DM on Twitter at CryptoBallersDS. I'll give you all the information about what's going on and what you got to do to join. A lot of fun. A lot of people are interested in it. So if you are, go ahead and send me a DM, CryptoBallersTS, all one word, no underscores. All right, we are moving and grooving on a Wednesday as they get prepared to ruin my audio with this humongous truck out there getting ready to drop some pavement. Okay, so Throwdown, Throwdowns S2 dropped earlier this week, and it was really unlike anything we've seen before. People were actually taking L's on a pack. Now, when I got my pack, it was, it was probably roughly the $150 in value. So I feel like I didn't personally take an L. I was just a little underwhelmed. Um, but I ran a poll on Twitter at CryptoBallSTS again. Look at that. Just plugs on plugs on plugs. Uh, and the results actually surprised me. 77% of voters say that they took an L on throwdowns. Now, when the list was released of uh, which players were going to be in the throwdown set uh, that were going to have a throwdowns moment, there was definitely a good amount of landmines for sure. But they counteracted that by having some really big names, right? I mean, for example, if you ended up getting a John Morant or a Zion Williamson throwdowns, then you were feeling really good, all right? You were very excited because that's a great pull. But if you were unfortunate enough to land the likes of, I don't know, a Caleb Martin or a Jeff Green, for example, then that's just bad business and it's really hard to come back for that. Now, I personally was holding out hope. I had faith that these lower tier players would still be able to fetch you something close to pack value on the marketplace once they were required for a challenge. And it turns out that that's not the case. Now, there's a reason why I use the examples of Jeff Green and Caleb Martin, because those are two players that have required for Throwdowns Challenge 1. Okay, now those two guys are at the bottom of the group. Caleb Martin right now, lowest ask is $65. Jeff Green's lowest ask, ask is 66 
This was a $149 pack where the rare moment is only netting you an average of about $65. That's bad. That's really bad. Because then you're relying on the five, you know, the five common cards that you get to make up $90 worth. And that's highly unlikely. So if you got a Jeff Green or a Caleb Martin, that's an L. And we're not used to that on Top Shot. We're used to a pack would mean guaranteed win. You'd guarantee profit off of any pack. Now, the tides are turning a bit, and there's more risk involved now. Now, there could be another reason why uh, these guys are going so cheap in the set. And, you know, I'll just I'll just rifle off the... Uh, the price points for these players required for the challenge we'll go top to bottom now it's the top guy the point leader and then everybody else like it's not even close anthony edwards is at the top of the food chain with the lowest ask of 275 dollars and that's great right that's that's a win if you pulled an anthony edwards of any serial number 149 dollar pack you're, you're profiting over 100 dollars, even if you got like the worst serial number anthony edwards so that's good right that's nice and then it drops the second highest, lowest ask is Kevin Porter Jr. at 89, followed up by Rory Hachimara, 87, John Collins, 85, Drew Holiday, 76, Xavier Tillman, 75, Isaiah Stewart, 72, and then Jeff Green, 66, Caleb Martin, 65. So really, the only win in this whole challenge would be if you go lucky enough to pull in Anthony Edwards. But like I was saying, maybe there's a reason why this challenge isn't going well and a lot of these players aren't demanding much. And I think that, I don't know how much this attributes to it, but I think it has something to do with it. The reward for Throwdowns Challenge 1 is a Blake Griffin dunk against, on, not against, Blake Griffin dunk on the Brooklyn Nets, which really is kind of a worse clip. Like, if we're talking just dunk for dunk, the Blake Griffin dunk is like a worse clip than any of the lesser name players in the set. Like, the fucking Caleb Martin dunk is way more impressive than the Blake Griffin dunk. Yes, Blake Griffin has the name value, that's why he's the challenge reward, but how many people are really out, th out there, you know, salivating at the mouth and just like, oh, I need this Blake Griffin dunk on the Brooklyn Nets. Like, I don't know how many people <laughs> feel that way. I, kn I know I'm not, but that's just me. I'm not sitting here dying to add this Blake Griffin because, you know, it's not an impressive dunk. I'd rather have some of his old school shit on the Clippers. This one is just not that impressive to me. So I'm not, I'm out on this challenge entirely. Like I'm not even close to even considering doing this challenge, even though that there's so many low price points that the challenge isn't that crazy for a rare. Right now, the challenge, the cost of completion is $878, which for a rare set, I mean, that's cheap. But also, at the time of recording, it's only been completed 117 times. And I think it's because, you know, people don't have a problem buying all these other moments for between $60 and $90. But then it's like, all right, can I really justify buying into Anthony Edwards at like $275 when, you know, once the challenge is completed, how far is that going to drop? Now, it is Anthony Edwards, so he will retain some value. It's just, it's, it's so tricky right now to figure out how... Uh, how far these guys are going to drop once the challenge is completed. Like, if Caleb Martin is going for 64, then when the challenge is over, what's it going to go for? Is it going to go for, like, 25? People, it's a rare. There's only 1,800 of them minted. Like, is it really going to go that cheap? 
th this has been a pretty tricky set to uh, to figure out so far with these prices. I know another example of this, and this is a real life example. Right? I'll let you into you know a bit of my world, a little bit of money's world, if you will. Uh, I got one of my buddies into Top Shot recently, only a couple, no, probably about a few weeks ago at this point, and he was all in once I described what it was. And I was telling him how every pack is pretty much a profit. Even if you get the $9 base pack, it's worth it because a minimum you should be able to get $5 a card, $15 on a $9 buy-in, you're still profiting. And if you get something like a great number or a really good player, then you know, you're going to make like five to maybe even 10 X on the $9 pack. So with hearing that, you get very optimistic. Well, he ended up getting a throwdown set which was his first rare set that he was able to get. So he was all kinds of excited. He calls me up on the phone. He opens the pack while I'm on the phone with him. And when he got to the throwdown moment and the card turned around and it said like serial number like 400, he was souped. And then when it said Detroit Pistons, his whole tone changed to, oh no. And then it was Isaiah Stewart and he uh, wasn't very happy. And he asked me what I think that this Isaiah Stewart is going to get on the marketplace. I was like, well... Isaiah Stewart is one of the players in uh, in the challenge one, so he's going to be at his most valuable between now and the next 24 hours. You should definitely look to move it if you're not, you know, a big Isaiah Stewart fan. And I told him he could probably get about 175 to 200 ish because it was a nice serial number. That was my estimation. And then next thing I know, two hours later, he sends me screenshots that it's going for 88 dollars. So this has been a really hard set to uh, a set to navigate. Oh, I can hear the big truck outside. They're starting to lay the pavement. So we got to we gotta keep on moving here. Okay, so how I'm navigating the throwdown set. Now, what I've been doing is I've been actually trying. I'm actually a buyer right now. I've been trying to snipe some of the bigger name players like, you know, a Zion, a Ja, Embiid, Kawhi. When I see them pop, out at, pop up at a discount, I'm trying to buy, okay? Because players that have big name value like that have a much better chance of holding and sustaining a certain level of value compared to the other guys that we were already talking about i don't want this to be the caleb martin shade podcast all right my guys out here catching a lot of strays but but his value is going to drop zion and Ja, if it does drop it's not going to drop very far and for the future you're going to want players you're going to want big time players like the four that uh that i mentioned previously and another thing about the players that i mentioned is that they're not required for a challenge yet so the Zions and the Jaws, the Embiid's and Kawhi's, players like that. Now there's some more that, that I didn't list, but those are just the four that just popped into mind. So once those caliber of players are required for a challenge, I believe that those kind of players will take a nice jump up. Unlike, uh, you know what? I'm leaving Caleb Martin out of it at this point. I feel bad. Unlike the Jeff Greens and the Xavier Tillmans. A couple examples for you, a couple of real life examples that I was able to do was I ended up buying a Joel Embiid. Now the marketplace, once the marketplace opened up after the throwdown pack drop, it was a absolute fucking bloodbath. There was moments selling for dirt cheap everywhere. You could pick up, you know, LeBron's, Lucas, Steph's, Zion's, anybody, uh, even Anthony Edwards to an extent, LaMelo Ball, any of these marquee guys people were selling immediately and was, a lot of it was because people were trying to get their their pack money back that were afraid that they were going to take a big L so you could you could steal some really nice moments on a discount i know a lot of people 
uh, following on Twitter were posting up uh, snipes that they had. I got my hands on a couple of them myself. So I was actually having a really, uh, really fun time in the marketplace after the pack drop. Oh man, it's getting loud outside. I don't know if you guys can hear it, so I'm gonna have to wrap this thing up really soon. Uh, yeah, so I ended up having two two buys that I really enjoyed when the marketplace opened up. I ended up buying in on a Joel Embiid throwdowns. I got serial number 185 out of 1800, so I got a really good serial number, and I got it for only 169 dollars. I was thrilled. When I got that one, I was like, holy shit, I can't believe I actually successfully purchased that, right? Number 185 for $169. I thought that was a great deal. Um, the deal might have actually been a little too good. I'm a big Joel Embiid fan. Yes, I'm a Celtics fan, so that kind of goes against like everything you'd think. But I just love watching Embiid play because there's not a lot of players that just play like dominant bully ball like he does. And I really get a kick out of him just being like a mega asshole out there. Uh, even though he gets into fights with my guy Marcus Smart all the time, I do enjoy watching Joel Embiid play. So when I got that, when I got that serial number, I was like, holy shit, like this might be a personal collection card for me at this point. Because I'm not in on it that much. Only $169. So, uh, I got the Embiid and I might actually hold on to that one for the future. I mean, I guess it really depends on how, when that moment is required for the next challenge. See how much it goes for. Like if, it, if I can get like a really really nice turnaround for that Embiid then maybe I'd move it but right now I'm totally content to hold it uh, another example is I actually went ahead and I grabbed a Miles Bridges throwdowns number 780 because that Miles Bridges play I believe that should have been a challenge reward like that Miles Bridges dunk has to rival the Anthony Edwards for dunk of the year that Miles Bridges dunk on Clint Capella is absolutely filthy I love that play and I bought it for $150 at serial number 780 and I felt good about it and that was actually after I opened up my pack and I got a Miles Bridges throwdown I ended up getting a serial number in the 1100-ish range I don't remember what it was exactly it was 1100 and change but I liked the play so much that when I saw I could get serial number 780 for 150 when the current lowest ask was about 140 at the time I was like oh I'll absolutely get the triple digit serial number that way when the Miles Bridges is required for a challenge I believe Miles Bridges because of the hype and what the play is I think that'll be a moment that goes up in value when it's required for a challenge I was like now I feel comfortable moving one of them and holding the other one for my personal collection because I really enjoy that Miles Bridges play. Plus, with the new collector score, how it is, you get more points for having a rare moment in your collection. So, I figured I could keep one. Maybe I'll keep the Miles Bridges 780 and I'll sell the 1100-ish when it's required for a challenge. But I really thought the Miles Bridges play should have been a challenge. Who the fuck wants a Blake Griffin on Brooklyn? Come on, man. Alright, so my closing thoughts on the NBA Top Shot Pack Drop throwdowns for S2. Now look. Top shot packs are usually a lock to be a profit, right? And look what happened. We got overran by bots and multi-account users. It made it unbelievably difficult to get a spot in line because there were so many people lining up with all these factors in place. Now that it's actually possible you can take an L, it injects a new level of risk similar to buying a pack of physical sports cards, right? If you go down to you know your local card shop or your local Target or Walmart or wherever you go and you put the money you invest into a pack of sports cards, you don't know what you're going to get. It's definitely, it's for sure no guarantee you're going to make your money back. That's, that's fucking for certain. There's a risk to it, but people still buy them because the chance that you could get something of value, all right? Now, yes, 
packs of cards, you, when you buy physical sports cards, usually it's more popular to buy a box of them with several packs inside. Now, just a quick aside, how awesome would it be if you could get like a box of packs in Top Shot? Like you can get like a go in the pack tab or maybe they add a tab where it's like boxes. You get like a box of 10 base set packs, like 50 bucks or something. That That'd be awesome. But anyway, that's, that's not what I'm here to talk about. What I'm trying to say is that since it's no longer, and probably for the future, not a guarantee that you're going to profit off of these packs, it should weave out a bunch of multi-account users and botting, right? Imagine if someone was running two accounts, and they dropped $300 to get two packs of throwdowns. And the two throwdown moments they got, again, I'm sorry, Caleb, nothing personal, bro. And they pulled a Caleb Martin and like an Edmund Sumners, okay? That's a mega L. And we're talking like they're losing a couple hundred dollars on that pack. And it might make them think twice next time, okay? I'm going to be watching what Top Shot does with these rare packs going forward very carefully. Am I still going to be lining up to get like every rare pack and legendary pack that they drop? More than likely, yes. Am I going to pay more attention to the, uh, to the packing list of which players are involved? absolutely okay now throwdowns has been a really hot topic on twitter so anytime someone would reach out to me and ask me my thoughts about throwdowns i'd ask them if they saw the pack list prior because they say there was a lot of players that sucked in here yes there was a lot of players that aren't very valuable but the top guys are so appealing that people are going to want to buy it all right so if you're one of the people that felt like there wasn't there was only a handful of marquee guys with a lot of landmines in there you can still line up, buy the pack, and just don't open it. Because pretty soon, you're going to be able to sell a pack like that on the marketplace, and people are still going to pay for it. And I feel like selling a rare pack off that way, I feel like that would be an instance of where you could probably make a profit, like, guaranteed. I think that's the only way you could probably get away with, uh, with making your money back, at least. If you're too afraid of the risk to open it up for yourself and see what you get if you buy it you can still make money off of the pack so i still think that that's a bit of a problem when it comes to the multi-accounters and the botters because now they can just you know buy the pack and then just not open it so and then you know just sell it off the marketplace when that feature becomes available to us so this it's such a it's such a weird state we're in with top shot right now uh but that, that's where I stand on it, okay? It's a little more risky to get a pack now. I'm in on it. I'm a risk taker, okay? I'm a bit of a maverick, all right? I, I, I just don't give a fuck. I'm going to buy these packs because I love the thrill of turning the moment around, seeing the number, and seeing what you got. Because I know one of these days you'll get rewarded with something crazy. I know one of, one of my followers out there, they sent me a screenshot out of the $9 base pack that dropped last week. They pulled the number one Luka Doncic. A fucking number one Luka. How crazy is that? Alright? You can make big money off of this, but now it's just going to be a little more risky than it was in the past. And I'm cool with it. Alright? If it gets some of the, uh, the multi-counters and the botters out of the picture, then I'm fine with it. Alright, it's starting to get really loud outside, so I'm kind of dancing with the devil now, but... Usually we wrap the show by me going on a third-party market site, uh, market site, by going on a third-party website trying to buy a moment off of their marketplace. Not their marketplace, off the Top Shop marketplace. You know what I'm talking about. You know, the live tokens, the, uh, the moment ranks, places like that. Usually we wrap up the show by trying to buy one of these moments and we fail. It's, it's more of like a running joke that it's damn near impossible to actually land a good value over there. So the goal was to keep that segment going 
until like the fucking end of time because I never thought it would actually work. Last podcast, it actually worked. We ended up landing that 2K serial number LeBron that uh, that we were talking about. So then the the segment should, you know, it should be done now. I've I've had a couple of people on Twitter reach out and say that it can't be done yet. It's a lot of fun. And they want me to keep on going, trying to get moments and just keep like a running score of our record. And that way you can always check in. So one day, I don't know, it could be like 2 and 40. You know what I mean? It could be something, something crazy. So there's been some people that want it back. Today, I'm going to skip it because I really don't have the time. It is getting wild outside. All I can smell in the studio is fucking pavement. I feel like I'm dying in here. I gotta like keep on drinking water because I feel like they're tarring my throat at this point. But I'm going to put up a poll on Twitter asking if you guys want the segment back or if you want to move on to something different. I don't care either way. I have fun on the live tokens, you know, pulling my hair out and shaving years off of my life as they keep on dropping failed purchases on me. But, you know, this is a podcast for the community. So whatever you guys want, I'm in. If you guys have any ideas for some new segments we could do, some new fun segments, I'd be down to listen to that too. So very crucial you guys give us a follow on Twitter at CryptoBallersTS. Beta Test 6 drops tonight, playing for a Luka Doncic. All the details over there. If you send me a DM, I can get you in. Until then, keep an eye on the Throwdown set. And may the marketplace in Throwdown Challenge forever be in your favor.